0: Hey Seattle hockey fans, not only is it a Seattle Kraken game day, but the Coachella Valley Firebirds also hit the ice today in Seattle. We're going to talk about the Kraken game, get you ready for what you need to know for Coachella Valley's game. And we'll get to hear from Andre Burakovsky on his return to Colorado where he's bling bling in and out. As part of the Colorado Avalanche's Stanley Cup winning team. That and more on this episode of Locked On Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Kraken, Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. You know it, we love it here on Locked on Kraken. Bet Online. <clears throat> Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have a pretty, I think it's a pretty awesome show. It's a game day times two. The Seattle Kraken playing on the road, but the Firebirds playing in Seattle will start there. The Coachella Valley Firebirds. Now, we haven't spoken about them a lot. We've been talking a lot about Shane Wright. Let's keep it 100%. Let's keep it a buck. There's been a lot happening with Shane Wright. Yes, Shane Wright expected to be in the lineup. But let's go to these Coachella Valley Firebirds. They tonight are playing Abbotsford. They are playing at Kraken Community Iceplex in Seattle. We've talked about this before. The Coachella Valley Firebirds, their home ice, not ready yet. So they're starting the season in Seattle. If you don't. Already, you should follow the sound of hockey. They had Dan Balsma, Disco Dan, on their show recently. Also, you can check back on Locked on Kraken. We had Jessica Campbell on the show, and she talked about just being a part of a franchise that even before they had women coaches, already had a designated locker room for women coaches, not having to change in some random dressing room or closet or office, but an actual dressing room for women coaches and staff love to hear that love to see that so the Coachella Valley Firebirds let's learn a little bit more about them again they're playing in the AHL this is their inaugural season um and so far so good the team has been doing pretty well and Cole Lind got the first ever goal in Coachella Valley Firebirds history. He leads the, the team with uh, six points, three goals, three assists. Jasper Froden right behind him with four points, two goals, two assists. And, of course, we also have uh, th- our goalie, Joey Decord, who has played 120 minutes, two games, Um and his goals against average, three goals against. His save percentage, eight ninety one. So you know, doing okay, doing okay. But the team is in the right in the top of the standings when it comes to the Pacific Division. Uh, we are two and zero, and we have. Four points overall. The Bakersville Condors have five points. They had an overtime loss. So uh, they've played one more game than we have. But we are second overall in the Pacific Division standings of the AHL. So uh, the Coachella Valley Firebirds hitting the ice this afternoon in Seattle. And then tonight, it's a Seattle Kraken game day. Here's what we heard from Priest pre pregame skate here's what we heard from game skate it's going to be philip grubauer going up against his uh, former team at the colorado avalanche and dave haxel was asked about what are some of the things what are some of the conversations that the team is having and per dave haxel he was pretty vague he he of never defies his team is how I like to say it. He's always sticking up for his guys and he dismissed anything about there being a lack of focus. Um, he did say that one of the games he felt that the team was just tired. Um, and in the other game, that they didn't handle pressure well. I think in the Vegas game, that would be one for sure. And then he talked about in the last game, of course, that overtime loss that we suffered to St. Louis, thinking about a 17-second lapse, uh, those back-to-back response goals that I talked about on yesterday's episode. So Dave likes what he's seen from the team in spurts, he knows that there are very specific things. He talked about the 17-second lapse a lot today in uh, the pregame, or after I should say, in the media availability. Uh, media availability following the pregame skate, he talked about that 17-second lapse, cleaning those little things up. But he felt the chemistry with the team is growing. And speaking of chemistry, we are pretty much going to get the same lineup that we did against the St. Louis Blues. I'm going to pull this up for those watching on YouTube. And thanks, as always, for watching on YouTube or if you're listening on any audio platform. We appreciate you. Of course, um, we are your five-day-a-week Seattle Kraken podcast. Okay, so this you're seeing what how the Kraken lined up against St. Louis with Burakovsky, Wenberg, Bjorkstrand. Then you had Schwartz, Beniers, Eberly, McCann, Gord, Coleman, Donato, Wright, and Tanev, and that's exactly what we saw. Um, At Morning Skate per Sound of Hockey, per Emerald City Hockey, or per Sound of Hockey, Um, that's what we saw. Uh, We got confirmation that it'll be Philip Grubauer who goes against the Colorado Avalanche. Everything on the defensive side looked to be the same. Dunn and Larson, Alexiak, Schultz, Susie, and Borgen. But I do want to take you over to Dave Haxtell. I gave you a pretty good summary of, of what he talked about, but he was also asked about face-offs. So let's hear what Dave Haxtell had to say about the face-off percentage being low for the Seattle Kraken. They're at a 42.5% clip. That's 28th overall in the league. Here's Dave Haxtell talking about face-offs.
1: face percentages have been pretty low to start the year. How much of that do you attribute just to being younger guys – in a lot of cases, just trying to learn, feel their way. That, that's that's part of it. Um, but we can't. You can't just rest on that and say, "Well, we're young. We're going to learn." We have. We're, we're digging in, you know. And uh, we were a little bit. We were, we were better uh, last game against a good face-off team. We were better. That's uh, that. It, it has to be a real focus for us every night. Um, you know, we have to make sure that we are we are ready every time we step into that face-off dot. Um, and you know, is there going to be some learning along the way? There is. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's going to be a key part of it. And hopefully we can continue to keep getting better. Um, that's, you know, it's not, it's not an area that, uh, and there's, you know, there's guys in the league that do it for a living. They do it for a reason, right? They've been doing it for a long time and have put a lot of time and and effort into it. So, uh, we've just got to make sure that uh, we've got a good plan every night. We've got to make sure that we're our intensity level and, and our, you know, the strategy going into the dot is good. Um, and from there, um, you know, we got to make sure we're helping each other out as well. It's not just all on the centermen.
0: So there's Dave Haxtel. He's saying it's not just the, the centermen that need to be more diligent on the faceoffs. Of course, that's Wenberg, Beniers, Gord, and Wright. If we head over to NHL.com, let's take a look, and we'll, we're going to stick with the stats a little bit for this game. But leading in the face-off dot is – Yanni Gord at a 47.14 clip. Then you have Maddie Beniers at a 44.62 clip. Then you have uh, Geeky at a 39.53 clip. McCann at a 36.6 uh, clip there regarding face offs. Um, you know, we haven't seen much from Shane Wright, but he is at a 37.5% clip. Now, Tanev. Not usually a centerman, but look at him. He's at 66.67 for face-off wins. So, all right, Tanev, let's freaking go. Maybe – Turbo Tanev needs to take more face-offs. I know I'm forgetting which game it was, but um, it was mentioned on one of the Seattle Kraken broadcasts that he took one face-off last year where he was 100%. Obviously, he's taken more than one this year, not quite 100%, but still at a 60, almost 67% clip. So uh, that's about 30% uh, percentage points better than anyone else on the team. So I thought that was interesting um face off wins of course a face off win is a little bit about uh, the person in the circle at the dot but also positioning right and how you're able to body up the other team and win that possession because you can win the face off but not win the possession or vice versa so i'm going to be keeping an eye out on that again we know the Seattle Kraken team they want to play a possession style so Winning face-offs is extremely important. But also, we're going to take you to, again, Allison Lucan and Bob Condor with your three essentials and some stats that you should know going into this game tonight against the Colorado Avalanche. And they did talk about possession, and there's one player in particular that seems to be exactly someone that we want on the ice, and it's actually someone that Allison Lucan has talked to us about regarding possession. So, yeah, you probably figured it out. We're going to talk a little bit about Oliver Bjorkstrand. That's coming up on Locked on Kraken. Right now, let me tell you about betonline.ag. I already told you they are today's sponsor, and that is because they have everything that you need for the start of football and, of course, the basketball season. It's your number one source for betting for football, for basketball, of course, the NHL. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always... BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite games, events, including MLB, MMA, NHL, is on BetOnline. So head to the website today. You can use your mobile device, your tablet, laptop, desktop, whatever you got. And remember, BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Seattle Kraken fans, as promised, we're going to take you over to the three game essentials. This comes from Bob Condor over on Seattle Kraken website directly. Penalty killing and how important that's going to be. Um. So now we get a little bit of a nugget here. Dave Lowry is overseeing uh, the penalty kill this season, and McFarland handles the power play. And we're going to hear in Allison's piece a little bit why penalty killing is super important. Um, so even though the power play for St. Louis got a big goose egg, as is written right here, Seattle is going to need – to do more of the same against Colorado. Colorado, we know that they have some pieces that have moved around, obviously including Burakovsky, but you have to respect what they've been able to do in their short season so far. Sing of Burakovsky, and we're going to hear from him in a little bit, he returns, he got his ring, we saw a little bit of that on social media, and you'll hear from him, he said he didn't, Take a look at the banner, so he'll probably try and do that as he uh, he was walking out of media availability earlier today. So said he caught dinner with some of uh, his old teammates. That's the same thing that he did before St. Louis was in town. Always nice that guys can catch up with people that they've been in, you know, in the trenches with. And you go your separate ways, but those bonds last forever. So we'll hear from Burakovsky in a minute after we go over Allison's analytics points and then the line mates. Now this is interesting. Dave Haxtell did talk today that he's going to stick with the lineup and the lines that he rolled out against St. Louis, but he also talked about that. There's a little bit of flexibility within that roster and he plans to utilize some of it. So, um, You see that in this piece, um, Bob Condor is breaking that down, that former Blue Jackets teammates Wenberg and Bjorkstrand have logged the most minutes together, 5v5, 60 minutes, 46 seconds, according to Natural Stat Trick. Maddie Beneers and Burakovsky have been a great pair, and we've talked about that in the preseason. We've heard from Burakovsky. We've heard from Beneers. We've seen them, or I've reported that we've seen them practicing those one-timers from the right-hand circle for veneers, uh on that power play unit. And then Yanni Gord and Brandon Tanev have put some time in together. Now, according to the, and let me show you this one more time, according to the lineup, we won't see Gord and Tanev together. I did like Donato Wright and Tanev, and so did Dave Haxtel when we heard from him after the St. Louis Blues game. But again, there's a little bit of mix and match that sounds like Dave Haxtel wants to do, so maybe we do see Gord with Tanev just as an example. It's Coleman in that lineup. If we go exactly with what we had against St. Louis, we don't have uh final confirmation, but these are how the lines rolled out at morning skate that would leave kale flurry, Morgan geeky, and Daniel Sprung as your healthy scratches um okay, so I mentioned let me get this out of here got layers on layers on layers. mention Allison and the analytics so here are some numbers that we need to know. Matchup preview, Seattle at Colorado by the numbers, both challenge and opportunity await the Kraken as they head to the Mile High City. Well, they're already there. So now this I thought was really interesting. Since inception, the Kraken have been known for their defensive ability. Oh, oh, have they? Interesting. One thing to watch is that while the team is limiting shot attempts against at an impressive rate, 29.2% per game, eighth best in the NHL. So now this is interesting. These, this is where the you can take any stat, and the Seattle Kraken have been high on certain stats, but impact stats. So, okay, limiting shot attempts against, okay, great. But allowing more quality shots. That's exactly the same thing that we saw last season. So, okay, people aren't taking a lot of shots against the Seattle Kraken, but when they are taking shots, they are really good shots. So, I I mean, I don't know what you would prefer, more shots that are lower quality? Um, I don't know. It's just an interesting stat line. Um, So, through four, Avalanche are generating the fifth most shots opportunities on the rush 7.5 that's per sport logic so they're really good on the rush so um this is something though the cycle um currently ranked 23rd uh on those kinds of chances so they're not and again they're, they're the chances are not necessarily coming from dangerous areas which is something that the seattle kraken apparently is really good at giving up. So Colorado is only 24th overall in generating shots from the inner slot, about six per game. And that's totally different than, in particular, the Carolina team that the Seattle Kraken just faced off against. Although, again, we saw those heat maps, and Carolina really can shoot from anywhere. Speaking of heat maps, let's just take a look at this. Um, this is for, excuse me, the avalanche. So if you take a look at this heat map here, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll do my best to explain it. But if you see the shot attempts for the Colorado avalanche, they are pretty much, put pretty much right up and down the, the middle. Um, but not necessarily high quality chances according to some statistics um but they're not shooting i mean This is a blob kind of everywhere on the ice. I think they definitely use the ice more than they let their opponent use the ice, which we can see in shots against. It's definitely concentrated. And you can, if your opponents, you can get in close on Colorado. So those gritty type of goals that Ryan Donato likes to score, I'm very curious to see what that looks like. But the Colorado Avalanche are really um, containing their – opponents. But if we look um, at the the Seattle Kraken, just as an example, and where they're shooting this season so far. So the attempts for very similar. um, And then you've got that kind of left circle a little bit hot. Um, But right in front of Tonight, who will be Grubauer? I think cleaning up in front of net is going to be huge. We heard Carson Soucy talk about that the other day, but um, let's hear from let's hear from Andre Burakovsky. He is returning to Colorado after winning a Stanley Cup, his second with the Avalanche last season. So coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we'll hear from Burakovsky about returning to Colorado, about what he thinks about his ring compared to his ring with Washington. And then we'll close out just a few other things that you should know as we take on the Colorado Avalanche tonight. Hey, Seattle hockey fans, thanks as always for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. Now it's time for you to listen to Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Um, The Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone bring you the fantasy edge and keep you ahead of the competition with Daily Updates of news, analysis, and advice Monday through Friday. That's available on YouTube, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, you can't forget about our game-to-game coverage. That's over on Locked on NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked on NHL. Available on the Odyssey app youtube and of course wherever you get your podcasts okay let's hear from andre burakovsky about returning to colorado you no
2: know, it's always nice nice to be back um good to see all the guys went to dinner with a few of them yesterday and um I still feels a little bit like home you know um had three really good years here good organization and Loved every single guy in the room. So um, it's good to be back, and it's gonna be fun to, to compete against
0: How was the the ring handoff? Who was there there for that?
2: Uh, I think most of the guys. Uh, most of the guys who was in the room. Uh, gave the the ring. And, um, yeah. What were your thoughts on the ring?
1: Uh really nice,
2: clean. Uh, a lot of diamonds. <laughs> uh, no, it was really really nice ring. Good, good design on it, for sure. I like that. And, um, yeah. Better than the one in Washington? Uh, it's, it's hard to say, um, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think this was, this. I like this one better. But,
0: you know this team better than anyone. What's the challenge tonight in the Avs?
2: No, obviously take, try to take away their speed. I mean, I think that's something we relied on a lot last year, that we, we were a very fast team. And, um, I think that's going to be a big big key for us today to shut them down early and not let, not let them gain speed. And, and uh, obviously when, when they gain the zone, they're really dangerous to create offense in the zone. So we're going to close them quick. When, when
0: You've had a little one. bit of an increased role here in Seattle. How, how have you taken to that role?
2: I mean, uh, pretty good. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a new team, it's a new system, um, it's a new, new teammates. Um, it takes a little bit of time to adjust and get used to it. But so far, I think it's been it's been all right. I think we, as a team, we have a couple steps to go and we, we want to get better down the road here and starting tonight. Right, thanks,
0: thanks, Andre. I so, again, uh, really likes the ring. Who doesn't? Uh, we saw he said they're very icy. So, you got to love that. Said he didn't take a look at the banner, so we'll see if we can see Burakovsky taking a look up at the banner. Love that for him. Um, You know, but he knows that this team is a team that the Seattle Kraken are going to have to be watching for he talked about maybe chirping and uh you know being a little chippy with some of his former teammates all in jest of course but let's go back to allison lucan and some players to watch and i mentioned oliver Bjorkstrand, and allison writes that he continues to show he's an important acquisition because he ranks first in the team in offensive zone time possession so about four minutes 39 seconds uh, he also has the most shots in the Ozone and second overall shot quality, 1.6 expected goals. So Bjorkstrand, if you remember when Allison Lucan was on Locked on Kraken, she talked about that and talked about, whoops, and talked about Oliver Bjorkstrand being kind of sneaky, right, and someone who can kind of sneak and steal possessions for his squad and the stats say that that's exactly what he's doing for the Seattle Kraken. So as we continue to try and boon the offense again, possession is a huge part of that. I would like to see Bjorkstrand get a little bit more involved. He's got a few assists on the season, which you'll love to see Oliver Bjorkstrand right now sits at four points, one goal, three assists. So, getting a little bit more active of course he's uh gonna be on that line with burakovsky and wenberg um and so we'll see what that line can do other things um oh yes the rover Kale mccarr This is something, when we talked about positionless hockey, Kale McCarr is definitely someone to watch out for. Of course, he is a defenseman, but as Allison puts in her piece here, he's that rover who can attack offensively and impact defensively, and it's the... We talked about that article by Ryan S. Clark, and this is the new wave of defensemen. We don't really have any defensemen that play this kind of a role that Kael McCarr does, so I'm going to be curious to watch how the Seattle Kraken not only handle him, generally speaking, but a more... I don't know if advanced is the right word, maybe modern, um, this kind of hybrid approach to Kale McCarr when you know that he is solid on defense but is also a really great contributor offensively. I wonder what that's going to look like, and I think that's going to keep the Seattle Kraken honest defensively. So how do players like a strand? and, of course, your centerman? I think they're going to be key to getting the offense going since you are going to want your defenseman to not pinch maybe as much. I don't think we have the quickest defensemen. Um, I do think they are very savvy at uh, taking away space. So I think it's going to be interesting to see that battle defensively. You know I love defense, so I'm all here for it. So that's our show, folks. The The game tonight, you can watch that on Rude Sports. So we'll have the pregame show. We'll have intermission reporting. We'll have the postgame show. All of the goods. That's going to be exciting. 6 p.m. Pacific time. And, of course, we will see if the Coachella Valley Firebirds can stay perfect they're playing their third game, this one, at Kraken Community IcePlex. That's all for this show. I wish you a happy Friday. As you can see, I traveled today, made my way back. For those watching on YouTube, made my way back to more of my normal studio these days. But um, thank you, as always, for listening to Locked on Kraken. I appreciate you. If you're not already, engage with me on the in the comments on YouTube. Uh, We talked about the reverse retros, some really interesting comments regarding that. I gave you my two cents on yesterday's episode. Also some comments, of course, about Shane Wright. We have a special guest that will be coming next week to talk from a prospect's perspective um, and to talk about maybe what the Seattle Kraken are going to do with Shane Wright. Can Shane Wright uh, get a little streak going here? He got one point, almost got a goal Dave Haxel said he, he should have had his first goal. Well, will he get one tonight on the road versus the, the reigning Stanley Cup champions? Now, wouldn't that be something? So for all of those of you who are like, let the let the kid play, it looks like he's playing tonight. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about that and keep, of course, up to date with what's happening there. Big storyline, not just for us in Seattle Kraken camp, but, of course, being picked up nationally as well. That's all for our show. Pull fast, stay true, and let's go Kraken and let's go Firebirds as well. We've got some hockey, folks. Hope you enjoy. I'll catch you on Monday.